It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Okay, great. Good morning. Good morning, friends. I'm ready. I'm ready too. You know why we're ready? We, we worked already worked out. out. We, we already worked, worked out. out. We got it done. We got our did. We got it done. Happened. Um, I kept waiting for someone at our gym to come up and be like, I'm here because the last 90 days. They did not. I did have someone come up and just say hi and thank you for your work in the world. But not, I wanted to be like, um, are you, but are you, <laughs> but. Do you even lift, bro? Do you even lift? Are you doing last 90? Do you so, even lift, bro? In any event, welcome to Monday. Uh, something wrong with Facebook? Like I not. Mean, it looks like it. Not one comment's happening. It but they like must be here. Wrong. Good morning, Instagram. Good morning to everybody. Let's see. Um, I got my green smoothie going. You ever accidentally make your smoothie too thick? Oh, there you go. There I you see, go. I see some humans. Good morning, everybody. I see some Good humans. Morning. Come on. Ever make your smoothie too thick? Too thick, and then you're like, "Well, this will be interesting because it's already terrible, and now it's just going to get worse." Uh, I'm Rachel Hollis. My name is Dave Hollis. We go together. Um, like Rema, 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 the dip to dip to dong. We've been married for 14 years Best together for 16. Forever, like shoo-bop, doo-bop, doo-bop, dippity boom da boom If you were thinking that this was professional or normal, we apologize in advance. It is not. We're just, we're too... I don't know what I was going to say. Two we are. kids in love. We are two kids in Chasing love. Chasing down the last 90 days of the calendar year. So this, if this is your first time joining us for live stream, we do a live stream every single weekday morning, like literally every single every weekday day. morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Central. We hope that you will join us for the entirety of the last 90 days. Um, our, If you don't know what we're talking about last 90 days, we started a community challenge today. You guys... Remember yesterday on Instagram when I said, oh my gosh, it's crazy, 184,000 people have signed up for this community challenge. This morning I went to send the email out, 224,000. I wish I had a ham horn. Pe- I mean, we need one. We need a ham horn. We, need, we should put a ham horn on that phone <laughs> or just make that sound. Yes. That's crazy, you guys. That's a lot of people. <laughs> so crazy. If you're not already doing it with us, it's just... Um, uh, it, what is it? It's the last 90 days of the year. It starts today, October 1st. Kicks off the last three months of the year. Yes, we know technically it's like 92 or 93 days. But I know. Somebody sent me a note saying, do you know that 90 days from October 1st is December uh, 30th? It, I was Pam, like, you know what, Pam? Pam, zip it. Lock it down. Zip it. Lock it down. We know. Last 90 sounds good, sister. Just calm down. So um, our intention is, can we live the last 90 days of the year as... Um, strong and purposeful and intentional as we tend to live the first 30 of a new year. So as we get into it this week, we wanted to talk about a couple things. Hopefully you got your email this morning that went out from yours truly. If you didn't get your email, check your spam. Make sure that you have hello at thechicsite.com in your approved sender notes. Um, And you can still sign up thechicsite.com forward slash 90 days. Those are the housekeeping things. I love last 90 days. I'm crazy about having someone help create a reason for doing anything better in my life. Yes. Like we talk a little bit about it in Thursday's Let's Rise not Let's Rise, Rise Together podcast about intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. Yeah, are you internally motivated versus do you need someone to help motivate you? I am uh, 
I'm getting better about being internally motivated. Yeah. But I still, like, I've been looking forward to this and we're throwing this thing because yeah. there's you know accountability. The there's accountability yeah. in the community, sure. like, making sure that we're doing all the things. Uh, I'm gonna like really be conscientious of eating better or working out or getting up because we're gonna be on this. Oh, God bless you. No, that was a cough, not a sneeze, but thank you. God for still bless you. He's I want him to bless you, you keep you, watch over you, protect you. But the bottom line is if you're a person who's already super self motivated, rad, you're gonna really succeed in this. Be supportive in this community to people who are not that way. But if you are like me, and you look forward to something like this that has a little bit of rigor, a little bit of structure, and a lot of community and helping hopefully create accountability for you, you're, you in, good, you're in, you're in good, good so, company, good luck. So we are going to get into the most important part, like a couple of things today. So first, we're gonna talk about Five to Thrive, which is the core, the baseline of everything that we do for Last 90. And you're like, what are you talking about? This is this weird. This this is a challenge that we like made up. It's totally free. There's no, like, we're not trying to sell you something. We're not, so if you're like, what are these weird names? We like marketing, so we like to name our things. So this is Five to and Thrive. If you want to, if there's a money back guarantee on this one. Cause it's free. It's free, we're I'll <laughs> give you all of what you've given to us. Yes. Our Community, our community care team got like just yesterday got 500 emails 500 emails <laughs> that she was trying to answer because she's like because all these people have questions and how do I get this and I was like you do not have to work on a Sunday I love your heart but oh my gosh this is a free challenge you can get back to them on Monday and most of them are like your emails in your spam folder so that's number one here we go number two five to thrive so these are um, every single week in this challenge we'll talk about a different thing this week what we're talking about is why why is it important or what are the two reasons that we really feel like you do something like this we're going to talk about why so every single week we'll unpack a theme the other thing that's super key is that we have a baseline we have something that connects us all and these are a thing that we call five to thrive these were when, when I set out to do this years ago I was like what do I think are the things that have been most helpful for me becoming the kind of woman I want to be when I started out on my personal growth journey when I was trying to get past really debilitating anxiety attacks when I was trying to get healthy both mentally physically emotionally all that stuff what are the things that help get me there if I could just do those things consistently then I would be the kind of person so here they are five things these went out in your email this morning. We will repeat them over and over and over, but just in case you need more clarity on how they work. Number one. Number one. Get up an hour earlier than you normally do and use that time for yourself. This is the weirdest question I have ever seen. <laughs> I mean, usually I ignore the weird comments. I have four kids. I don't know how I could be. Were you so excited about uh, kicking off this challenge that you also woke up a few times of the night thinking it was time to wake up? And you didn't wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I woke up at 2.45 and at 3.45. Yeah. Like, I got to get up. It's yeah. last 90 days. And I was like, I got to go back to bed. It's yeah. not last 90 days yet. So the reason that we do an hour earlier is because that to us is like so many people are like I want time for self-care I want time to work out I wish I had time to write my book I wish I had time for prayer I wish I had time to meditate whatever your thing is that you keep saying you want to do but you don't have time an hour earlier the exception to this are do you have a baby that's less than a year old 
Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Get your sleep. That's right. Are you a doctor that works crazy hours or any other thing that works crazy hours? Don't be dumb. All we're asking is that you find an hour for yourself in a day. Yeah. And it pisses people off when I say this, but man, if you don't have an hour for yourself, you don't have a life. Hello. Sis. Bro, we gotta work on this. One hour a day that you commit to something for yourself. Whatever that looks like to you. Now, huzzah. Huzzah! Huzzah! It's like we're at a renaissance fair. We use our hour, we get up an hour early, and we use our hour to work out. So, um, Dave, God bless him, went first. Went very early to the gym. Then he got back here. I left for the gym. And we had to plan that out yesterday in, in order to pull it off. So we had to figure out our schedule. Okay, I'll get the kids up. I'll have them dressed and fed and ready for you so that when I get back or when you get back, I can go and you can take them to school. Yes, Jackson. Keys. In my pocket. In his pocket. A lot of good that does. You look good. You're awesome. Have a Be great kind day. to everyone. Friends with anyone. Have a great day. Okay, so number one, get up an hour earlier. Number two. Real quick, uh -oh. I think it's important to pause on the fact that we did have to, on Sunday, have a conversation about how this week was going to unfold so that we could accommodate getting up early and doing our workout. Hand me that. So. You know why? Because hope, hope is, is not, not a strategy. strategy. Oh, hello. Hope, hope is not a strategy. It's not a strategy. Hoping that you're going to magically figure out how to navigate this week just because you signed up for a challenge when no. you've never navigated it before is not a strategy for success. I got, a note, I got a note this morning from someone and it was a really nice exchange, but it is a prompt for a bigger conversation. She happens to be a Canadian. Welcome. Welcome, a. Canada. And uh, she said, hey, it's raining. How the heck am I supposed to get my exercise in? And the reality is... Ooh. You on Sunday better be contingency planning for yeah, that's real. weather, for your in-laws, for your kids having a hard day, for you not feeling like it, for you getting a sore throat, for you getting whatever. Because this today, on the first day of the last 90 day challenge, today's the easiest day of the Honestly. challenge. We're all fired up. Yes. Everyone feels like they can Look fly. I believe people. I can fly. Like 11, Guess what? people are watching if live. Best you day. don't plan for how you're going to make this something that lasts beyond the first day, beyond the first week, you will fail. So just know that you have to be a little more intentional about planning how you're going to survive things, audibles, you know, life's going to show up okay. and it's not going to care about your okay. channel. We're going to take a side note. Side By note. the way, we do a lot of like sidestepping here. We'll come back to our five to thrive, but this side is note. really important. Remember I said that we were going to talk about the two things that are really critical for your why this week and why we do a challenge and why we do it for as many days as we do. Um, two pieces that I feel like are really important and Dave just sort of set me up perfectly for this. The first thing is ownership. You, like, the entire point of Girl, Wash Your Face, holler if you've read it, Girl, Wash Your Face, this book, my entire point with Girl, Wash Your Face was I wanted you to understand that you are in control of your own life. This challenge is about you being self-aware and you taking ownership of where you are and the resources that you have. With all respect, with all respect to that person, whoever sent you a note, I'm, I'm, I don't even know your name, I'm not being mean. Why in the world are you sending a note to a stranger on the internet, Dave Hollis, Hello. who loves you, but he's a stranger on the internet. You, you're looking for an excuse. You're looking for someone to give you permission to quit on day one. What are you doing? 
you will either, if you want something bad enough, you'll find a way. If you don't want something bad enough, you'll find an excuse. Oh. So the fact hold that on, it's, hold on. Someone make a t-shirt, please. On your Etsy shop, send it to me at www.ineedmoreshirts.davehollis.com. That was good. <laughs> no, come on, you guys. Like, what are you doing? You're already, it's raining. That's your excuse. Sister. We had a lovely exchange. No, I agree sure with you great. 100%. I'm sure she's great. And I'm sorry that I'm, you know, if you send us these notes, you run the risk that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clap back at you on, on a live stream. Yeah. There are a million, and I mean literally millions of YouTube videos right now where you can work out in your living room while it pours rain outside. There are gyms that you can join. You can jump up and down. You could dance around a Beyonce. 30 minutes, the workout for, uh, we're going to get to number two, which is workout every <laughs> single day for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every single day, seven days a week, not three days, not four, every single day. You are an animal. Like humans, we're animals, okay? Wow. Animals... <laughs> were not made to sit around. Animals were not made, like, there, I've said this before, people are like, you're so weird. But think about this. There are no overweight animals in nature. There are no unhealthy animals because of being sedentary in nature. You are an animal. You were not made to watch four hours of Netflix. You were not made to scroll Instagram on your phone for, for six hours a night. You were not made to do that, y'all. Find 30 minutes. Stop reaching out to a stranger on the internet. And here's my other thing in terms of ownership. I was thinking when I was driving back from the gym this morning, I was like, I shouldn't say it. Uh-oh. I shouldn't say it. It's early. And I'm going Here to. Here we go. I'm going to. So um, there was, uh, on Friday, I had posted the outfit I was wearing. And I had posted sunglasses that I was wearing. And I was really proud. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, these are Chloe sunglasses, which if you know, it's a really fancy designer. Chloe sunglasses, they're regularly $350 and I found them for 80. And I was super excited. I was like, that is a massive discount, $80. So I was like, oh crap, you guys look, Nordstrom's Rack, go get these sunglasses. And there were angry notes from people who were like, you know, I am living paycheck to paycheck and you're disrespectful to talk about your $80 sunglasses and you don't understand how the rest of us live. Okay, here we go. Number one, just real quick. Number one, Dave's like, this has nothing to do with last 90 days, but it's important. This is about ownership, taking responsibility for your own life. Number one, you don't know anybody that's more conscious of what it is to live paycheck to paycheck than me. I grew up without money. I moved to LA at 17, I worked three jobs to be able to afford the 99 cent store where I shop for groceries. So to be at a place now where I have worked my butt off, and by the way, the internet is filled, filled with men, filled with men who are riding around in private jets and driving around in a Bentley, and y'all are not telling them to not own what they've worked to achieve. Hello. So that's, this is one, this is one A. If you wouldn't say it to a man on the internet, don't say it to a woman, number one. Number two, I've worked my butt off. So if I want to tell you that I got a discount, which was massive, that is not about you. And here's my point with ownership. Ugh. Stop trying, stop getting mad at the world for the way the world is. What? Hold on, hold on. No, no, listen. That's good. Stop trying to adjust the world to fit into your lens, to fit into your purview. It sucks. 
When I didn't have money, when I had to work three jobs, when I, w- I was late on my rent all the time, when cars were getting repossessed, when I'm drowning under t- t- parking tickets I can't pay, when all those things that happened to me, do you know who cared? Sorry, nobody. Nobody, nobody cared. So, so, so here's the thing. In the time that it spent these people to send me angry notes about what I should and should not say, they could have been using that time to Google, how do I have a side hustle? How do I make more money? How can I go back to school? You could be looking for a solution instead of getting angry at people because they have a different life than you have. So the first thing that we're gonna do with last 90 days is take ownership. Take ownership of our own life and the resources that we have available to us right now. And stop looking for someone else to solve your problems and stop getting mad at the world. I know it sucks. Listen to me right now. I know you're scared. I know if you can't make rent this month, I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be desperate. I know what it feels like to not know the answer. But I promise you that getting mad at people who have figured it out is not the solution. If you're unhealthy and you're pissed off at people when you're like, oh, well, you said to go to the gym or you said to do this, but you don't know what it's like, man, take ownership. Oh, you don't know what happened to me. You don't know how mean they were to me in eighth grade. You don't know what my family did. Man, you're not a little girl anymore. You're not in eighth grade. And I am not sis and brothers. I know we have men on here too. Sorry, honey. I know we had a point today. (laughs) Listen, I know, I know what it is to walk through trauma. I know what it is to to have really hard seasons where you don't feel like you can get ahead, but I promise you that attacking other people or getting mad at other people or feeling bitter about what they have versus you have is not the answer. You should see what someone else is doing and it should motivate you. You should see someone else's life or someone else's health or someone else's family or someone else's business and you should be like, yes, because if they've gotten it, then there must be a road to success. There must be something I can do. So this morning as I was driving back, I'm like, man, I have got to talk about ownership because this This idea of challenging yourself and challenging us as a community for 90 days, this is about owning where we're at, not with shame, but with the possibility of what could happen. By the way, if you struggle at all hearing anything that Rachel just said on the first day, go ahead and quit today on yourself. Sorry, but like if if this is too much, if the idea of challenging you to own reaching for a better version of yourself and not letting the things that you've been through as the identity of who you are and why you can't be more, like, stop. Yeah. Just stop. Every one of us has a story. Every one of us has gone through things and every one of us has to take complete and total ownership of how we can walk for the last three months into the new year and create a better version of our life because we're gonna then start the year at this unbelievably higher level for having pushed past all the reasons, all the excuses, all of the, but, 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 forget it. Yeah. We gotta move forward. Okay. So number one, That take was number ownership. one, take ownership. So five to thrive, you're going to get up an hour earlier, you're gonna use that time for yourself. The second thing you're gonna do is work out seven days a week, break a sweat, get your heart pumping. It doesn't have to be a full like kickboxing class. You can go out and jump on the trampoline with your kids. You can go on a walk with your dog, but move your body. Number three, your turn. Number three, take your weight in pounds, divide it by two, then apply ounces to that number. If you weigh 100 pounds, 
You take 50 and then drink 50 ounces of water each day. You're somehow day. making the simplest thing the most confusing. Drink half your body weight in ounces of water every, every day. single day. So I weigh 236 pounds, weighed myself last night. Sorry that I'm tipping the scales at a little bit of a higher number. Good news, it's not going to be that high by the time we get done with this challenge. That means that I have to drink about a gallon of water because about a gallon of water is about that many ounces. A gallon of water a day, Dave? How do you do it? Don't you have to go to the bathroom all the time? Yes, I do. Isn't it Show weird? Jug. My jug is in the he bedroom. It carries around like a giant. It's the most unattractive. I carry thing a I've jug of water all day long, and all day long I drink. Here's the crazy thing: I've been doing this for yeah, like since the last 90 days last year, mm -hmm. and I get my gallon of water in by 3 p.m. Because yeah. I didn't like having to wake up and pee three times in the night because as I get older, That's apparently smart. that happens. So That's I finish smart. my gallon by three. That's you can smart. go ahead and drink right up until 9 p.m. when you're falling asleep. Send me a DM at 2 a.m. when you're going to the bathroom for the second time. But, or so I don't do what drink he does. Morning. I have um, these bottles. I just pick a bottle every day and then I know, okay, I'm going to have to drink three of these or I'm going to have to drink four of these and I just count it down like that. And honestly, the easiest thing to do if you're trying to get water it's not sip all day long. It's chug. Yeah. I was never in college and I never went to a frat party, but like pretend you're at a frat party and chug as much of your water as you can. Like drink it in two chunks instead of little sips all day if you need. So we're working out, we're drinking our water, we're getting up an hour earlier. And this is the this is the one where it comes to health. Give up one category of food category of food you know you should not be eating and the goal is to give up that food consistently for 30 days there is no cheat day there's no cheat if you cheat and people are like don't say cheat whatever i don't know i don't i can't please everyone if i want to please everyone i would open an ice cream shop oh. <laughs> um so if you Break this promise to yourself. You say, I saw someone this morning was like, I'm going to give up sweetened coffee creamer. I'm like, that's a great thing to give up. It's a horrible thing to inject that much sugar into your body first thing in the morning or ever. So she says, I'm going to give up sweetened coffee creamer. I'm not going to have coffee creamer. And I was like, what a great thing. But here's the deal with this rule. This one is about creating a habit. If you break this promise to yourself, if you drink the Diet Coke, if you have the Red Bull, if you have the coffee creamer, if you eat the whatever, you gotta start again. Because the reason this was something I built in my life was I had never had anything that I did not quit on. Every, I don't know about y'all, but every single time I started a diet or an exercise plan, I'd be like, I'm gonna do blah, blah, blah. And then six days in or eight days in, I'm already cheating on myself. So I thought, what would it look like to give up something for real consistently for 30 days? So this is the challenge to one category of food. And if you don't know what your food is and you still eat fast food. That's your food. That's your food. There's two reasons why. One is you can develop a habit and in that habit, train your brain that you are in control of what you decide to eat or not. When you show yourself, oh look, I could for a month or more not do this thing that I used to do, you realize maybe there are other things that I can tell my brain I just don't do that anymore. Very, very important. But also, cravings are tied to the things that you do consistently. Yeah. So if you are always, usually around the same time of day, looking <laughs> for, God bless you. It's not a God bless you and keep you. Uh, it, like if every day at the breakfast time, you're always wanting that 
you know, I don't know, apple habit. fritter, yeah. and then after lunch, you're always looking for a piece of chocolate. It's habit. But if you can pull it out of your diet, you will stop craving it. Yep. People who read the book know about the Diet Coke story, yep. but Diet Coke was almost an unconscious habit for many people who then realized, maybe I can give up Diet Coke for 30 days, and what happens when you have you 30 days? You don't crave it anymore. Miracle of miracles. Miracle of miracles. God bless you. So now we're to the fifth thing, five to thrive. This went out in your email this morning. Hopefully you all got it and you can practice this with us. The fifth thing is the most important. It's the most important. You gotta do all five, but change honestly, even if you only did this one thing, it would actually change your life. And that is, at the end of every single day, you are going to write down or put in your phone 10 things that happened today that you are grateful for. 10 things every single day. And these shouldn't be big things. It shouldn't be like, I'm grateful for my marriage. I'm grateful for my kids. These need to be things that happen today. You're looking for things today. Because here's the deal. If you know that at the end of the day, you gotta come up with 10 pieces of gratitude, you'll spend your day looking for gratitude. You'll spend your day looking for blessings. Like on the hunt, you'll be like searching for blessings. Like, oh, that was cool. Or, oh, this song came on in the gym. Or, oh, I got to have this. Whatever it was. You are what you focus on. Absolutely. You are what you focus Absolutely. on. So if you are focusing on where you can find gratitude or things to be grateful for in your day, you're going to be in a grateful posture for the entire day. Yes. And here's the thing too. This is why gratitude is, is incredible for so many reasons. But this is the this is the core. It's impossible to be grateful and anxious at the same time. It's impossible to be fearful and grateful at the same time. It's impossible to be bitter and grateful at the same. Whatever the negative, anxious, bad, suffering emotion it is that you're struggling with right now, I promise you it is impossible to feel that way and feel grateful at the same time. Which, by the way, as a, as a trigger, as a cue, when you start to feel one of the negative things, you're not going to always feel positive during the 90-day challenge. Give me a break. Like, oh, my gosh. Sorry. What? There's a centipede on the ground. There's a centipede. Sorry. We have a, we have a centipede. Oh. What in the oh, hill country is foot. happening? <laughs> Wow, it's an actual centipede. Oh, it has so many legs. Oh, Sorry, yes. we interrupt this very Sorry. important motivational Real moment. Life. We've Real got a, life. It's a centipede. Don't put it. Can centipedes bite? I don't know. Don't I've put never it had on a centipede. post-it. Don't you put it. I mean, some... Ugh. Are they poisonous? A show us. Oh, you're going to just pick it up on a post-it? There it is. to crawling on my ankle and into my shoe and then laying centipede babies in my in my sneaker. What in the world is happening? You know what's happening? The devil's trying to keep us Not down. Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. Not with today. your centipede. Not with today. your centipede creature. Oh, Ugh. Good you times. are not going to stop us from this. We're over here talking about gratitude and God's blessings. And that's going to be trying to come up in here, keep us from this good work. On cue, the point I was making was there's no way you're going to be in an unbelievably great state of mind for the entirety of the last 90 days. So when centipedes or in-laws or judgment or whatever it might be shows up, 
If as a trigger, you can immediately focus on something that you're grateful for, you will shake yourself out of that state immediately. Mm -hmm. And that is the difference between having a good day or a bad day. That's the difference between holding a grudge or not. That's the difference between having forgiveness or empathy or whatever it might be in your heart for the people that are going to inevitably show up in your life and just be jerks. So anyway. Uh, Sorry, I was trying to like block someone, but it went by too fast. Um... The Remember that one time a centipede came oh, in here? Oh, it almost got me. It almost got me. So the things that we're going to focus on this week oh. is taking ownership of what you lo- what your life is, taking ownership of what you have, taking ownership of what you have access to right now, number one. Number two is consistency. You heard us say this word 50 times. That was on purpose. Consistency, y'all. It is not about what you do once. It's not what, you, what about what you do five times. Your life becomes what you are consistent about doing over and over and over again. And right now, there are chances that you have more consistency with some bad habits than you maybe do with some good. So we're using the season where we're all together, where at any given moment, you can go onto Instagram and hit the hashtag for last 90 days, and you can see people all over the world who are, who are intentionally reaching for their version of more. So every single day, you've got this community, and you've got this accountability to keep you straight to try and do this thing every day. It is not about what you do once. It is about what you do over and over and over. So taking ownership and having consistency, that is what we want to focus on if, in this challenge. If, too, you are thoughtful of, like, we have four children. We have a community of people that we interact with. We have a team of people that we're trying to motivate to bring great stuff into the universe every single day. You are modeling behavior in this next 90 days that your kids are gonna watch and learn from, that your coworkers are gonna watch and learn from, that the family you sit around the Thanksgiving dinner table with are gonna watch and learn from. And not that I wanna heap extra responsibility, but when I start to get like scratching my head for the why of it all, Sometimes my why is I want to be a better version of me for me, but sometimes my why is I want to be a better version of me so that my boys and my daughter, <coughs> God bless you, can see the the best of me so that they know how to reach for the best of them. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. Uh, since we're talking about starting off on this journey, I want to talk, um, there's a chapter in Girl, Wash Your Face called I'll Start Tomorrow. And the chapter is on the idea of not breaking a promise you make to yourself. It's based on the idea that so often we will show up for other people. You volunteer at your kid's school, or you tell your friends you'll meet them for brunch, or you are a bridesmaid in the wedding, or you whatever it is, all these things. We show up for other people, we keep our promises to everybody else, and we break the promises we make to ourselves first. Like typically if we've got to choose between showing up for someone else or showing up for an organization and keeping that commitment, we said we were going to go to the gym or keeping waking up an hour early to do it, we usually break a promise to ourselves first. And so as we were talking about the theme for this week, I felt like I wanted to read from this because it's so accurate to where we're all at. I'm sure some of you have heard me read it before, but um, bear with me. This is a good one. Um, I used to do that all the time, break a promise to myself, until I realized how hard I was fighting to keep my word to other people while quickly canceling on myself. 
I'll work out tomorrow became I'm not working out anytime soon. Because honestly, if you really cared about that commitment, you'd do it when you said you would. What if you had a friend who constantly flaked on you? What if every time you made plans, she decided not to show up? What if she gave, gave lame excuses like, I really want to see you, but this TV show I'm watching is just so good. Or what if a friend from work was constantly starting something new? Every three Mondays, she announced a new diet or goal, and then two weeks later, it just ended. What if you called her on it like, hey, Pam, I thought you were doing Whole30. Meanwhile, Pam is sitting in the break room eating a meat lover's pizza and telling you that she was doing Whole30, and even though it made her feel great, two weeks into the program, her son had a birthday party, and she couldn't resist the cake and then figured there was no point. Now she's gained back the pounds she lost, plus a few extra. Y'all, would you respect her? This woman who starts and stops over and over again? Would you count on Pam or the friend who keeps blowing you off for stupid reasons? Would you trust them when they committed to something? Would you believe them when they committed to you? No, no way. And at that level of distrust and apprehension, it applies to you too. Your subconscious knows that you, yourself, cannot be trusted after breaking so many plans and giving up on so many goals. On the flip side, have you ever known someone who always kept their word? If they tell you they're coming, you can expect them 10 minutes early. If they commit to a project, you can bet your butt they'll finish it. They tell you they've signed up for their first marathon and you're already in awe because you know for a fact they'll finish. When this type of person commits to something, how seriously do you take their commitments? I hope you see my point here. If you constantly make and break promises to yourself, you're not making promises at all. You're talking. You're waxing poetic like Pam and her diet or your flaky friend who bails on you to watch Game of Thrones. How many times have you bailed on your own goals to watch TV? How many times have you given up before you've even started? How many times have you made real progress only to face the setback and then give up completely? How many times have your friends or family or coworkers watched you quit? How many times have your children watched you give up on yourself over and over? That is not okay. Our society makes plenty of room for complacency or laziness. We're rarely surrounded by accountability, except right now, in this challenge. We're also rarely surrounded by sugar-free vanilla lattes, but when I really want one, I somehow find a way to get one. I'm only sort of kidding. When you really want something, you'll find a way. When you don't really want something, you'll find an excuse. How does your subconscious know the difference between what you want and what you only pretend to want? It looks at a history of how you've tackled similar things in the past. Have you kept your word? When you set out to do something, did you see it through? When we're at a loss, we reach for the lowest bar, and the lowest bar is typically our highest level of training. That sounds a little backwards, so let me explain. If you set out to run 30 miles today, where do you think you'll easily get to without stopping? You'll get to your highest level of training. So if the most you've ever run com comfortably is four miles, you'll peter out somewhere around there. 
Sure, adrenaline can take you a bit further and mind over matter is a big deal too, but typically your body will revert to what it knows and what it feels most comfortable with. The same can be said for keeping promises to yourself. If you decide on a goal, for example, I'm gonna write a novel, I'm gonna run a 10K, your subconscious will formulate the likelihood of that happening based on past experiences. So when it's day four and you're feeling tired and you don't wanna head out for a run, you will revert to the highest level of mental training. What happened the last time you found yourself here? Did you push through and form a habit and get it done? Or did you make an excuse? Did you put it off until later? Whatever standard you've set for yourself is where you'll end up. Listen, unless you fight through your instinct and change your pattern. Heyo. The last 90 days is about fighting through your instinct and changing your pattern and doing it in community. Sorry, babe. In case you're not familiar with what Rachel oh, was, was reading from, that was last, that was that's, this, that's called Girl, Wash Your, Girl face. Wash Your Face. You're welcome to listen to that on Audible. It's available on audio you're, if you want to hear to that it. kind of preaching as you go through this last 90 days. You can also rent it at the library now. You can oh, rent yeah. audiobooks from the library from or free. Every single thing, y'all, that you want to know how to do, every workout you want to get into, every every everything that you want to know about business or yourself or your relationship or parenting or your new job, everything exists on the internet right now for free and remember we told you at the beginning of this hope is not a strategy we're going to get into this week um wednesday we're calling it workbook wednesday that's when we're going to dig a little deeper and have you actually do some work some write some things down and dig into how can you actually get to the, the end of the 90 days and really have done it well and that looks like mapping things out and being intentional. So, And as Rachel said at the beginning, every week is going to be a different topic. Next week is about habits, as a for example. So like each week there's going to be something else for us to spend time on. And the hope is that universally people feel more equipped to stay consistent, to own their own journey through this 90 days and beyond. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Good work. If you are doing it with us, and we sure hope that you are, please post something today on Instagram or on Insta Stories. Hashtag last 90 days. Tag me and Dave so we can love on you and congratulate you for your hard work. I don't care if it's drinking water or your gratitude or you're out on a workout or whatever it is. Let's be in community together. Make sure you're not just posting on the hashtag. Make sure that you're actually use that hashtag. And when you see someone, go encourage them, man. That's what this is about. It's a group effort to be like, Praise hands. Yay. Raise the roof. You're killing it. Fist bump. Go, sis. Go, brother. Do your thing. And if you're watching and have not, God bless you, signed up yet for the challenge, if you'd like to, you can go to thechicsite.com forward slash 90 days. T-H-E-C-H-I-C. S-I-T-E dot C-O-M forward slash 90-D-A-Y-S. That's all the things. All right. Guys, we'll see you back here tomorrow. It's going to be an awesome week. We'll try and be funnier and more adorable tomorrow. I'll try and... Um, no more centipedes. Yeah, but. hopefully no centipedes will attack us during the filming mañana, but uh, we've done what we could. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, 
you know, day one is easy, like, right? Day one's like fire, everyone's ready. It's not about what you do on day one. We're glad you're here. It's about what you do on day 11 and day 22 and day 47. It's about what you do. I tell my kids this all the time. Um, integrity is who you are when no one's watching. Ooh. And this challenge for a lot of you will be, can you keep that promise to yourself? Can you keep the integrity to yourself? Who are you when no one's watching? When you're not getting the accolades, when no one's loving on you, can you keep these promises to yourself even if you're doing it all alone? So uh, we'll see you here tomorrow. Have a great Monday. Excited for a great week. Have an awesome day. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. <laughs> <laughs>